What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Paul, how do you feel about uh, churches being tax exempt? Not anymore. What? You don't I mean, feel not- anymore? <laughs> how do you feel about it? Not anymore. We all know that you're it's dead not, inside. That, a, I don't mean like overall, do you feel anything? Oh. I meant how do you feel about this one issue? So uh, let me think about this. I mean, yeah, they, they, they should be taxed because all this buffoonery and shenanigans going on. The with amount the, of money that churches pull in. It's a huge amount. It properly isn't a, a massive amount of money. It's probably a tiny drop in the bucket, but they should be taxed or something. This is bullshit. So everybody's driving there. They're using all the fucking facilities. The church is on fire. They got to put it out. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, it's trying. That's really, if it's tax exempt, that means the state is trying to, to promote churches in some okay, way. Okay. Do you know why? I thought we talked about this. There on is. A, and there's a there, reason for, well, I don't know, stability. It, it I goes don't back. Know. It goes back over a hundred, probably 150, 175 years. And it, and it, when this town, or when this, uh, sorry, when this country was, you know, kind of in its infancy, um, or toddlerhood, as it were, like in the early 1800s. Terrible twos. Yeah, the terrible twos. Of the United States. Of- I feel like we're in the terrible twos right now, but <laughs> let's, we, we don't need to comment on it. No, Had, no. no um, it, we're recovering. The so. way it was, <laughs> the way it was, uh, the reason it was uh, that tax exemption for churches was, uh, it was established is, uh, many of the little tiny towns didn't have a separate meeting hall for city council or uh, you know city uh, you know civic meetings and things like that. So the churches there was were, no were, building. There, there were there was not yeah there was no big building and churches were the big buildings. Yeah. Those that was the meeting house. So whether, even though it was a church and there's we, we do have a separation of church and state in this country to a certain degree. Depending on how you want to interpret we the voted Constitution. In I voted in the church. You voted in the church. I did. I did. Some people were like a few years ago, they were like going, That's this the other- is bullshit. They shouldn't be voting Colin in the church. Colin Patillo is one of the biggest mouth, mouthy I'm fuckers like, on that. I'm like, who the fuck cares? And I had to shut him down on him. I'm like, I'm not religious, and I really don't like organized religion. In fact, I think most of the evil in hu- that humanity has ever done has to do with organized religion. Right. Because people fuck it up. Be- be- exactly. Faith is great. Right. Doing doing good works and things like that. Helping people. Awesome. That's what it's all based around. But then when you get into the control thing, that's a problem. But anyway. But I could give a flying fuck whether I'm, where I'm voting. But the, the, the government said, okay, you guys are tax exempt, mm-hmm. but you have to let certain, you have to allow certain civic functions to happen within your walls because you have the largest building around, right? So city council meetings. Uh, uh, ballots, so on mm-hmm. and so you know, voting, voting places, so on and so forth, things like that. If so that's why they get burning. that. Yeah, witch burning. You know, yeah, don't we don't anything. have a town square, but we have your parking lot at the church. So let's burn the church or burn the witches there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's where that comes from. It's it's a it's a perfect example of antiquated uh, laws and regulation on the books that is so entrenched that now we can't get rid of it. Yeah. We can't you couldn't uh, you couldn't just say uh now you know what here's my executive order as president uh churches have to start paying tax. This is the way it is. This shit was created back in the 1800s. It's no longer relevant. Yeah, this is the reason why and right. we don't need this anymore. And right. these guys are having a blast with all this money they're raking in and private jets and homes all tax over the place. havens and whatnot. And and that's not most churches. No, it's not. It's just the ones you hear about. But it's the but but there are some out there like the evangelicals and the oh man the 
those big mega churches. Oh God, that, like it's and they. Uh, I just feel like they just really target. Did you ever watch any of this stuff when you were a kid? Like like on a Sunday morning. Sunday mornings, yeah. Like I was like these guys. Now are they going to say like how with the crazy little, are they going to say now? The well, it, it, my thing was I was always focused on the the sign interpreter because I always mm-hmm. thought that was crazy mm-hmm. that somebody was like bottom right hand corner of the TV was doing that. But yeah, I remember uh, uh, fucking Ted. Uh, what's his name? He's been on air for years. There was like four or five really popular. Oh ones. God, yeah, like and and I'm not gonna lie, like my grand. I remember watch, my grandparents watching it and like, holy shit, this is horrible. For but real, I, they were watching it. But for they real. were actually watching it. Yeah, like send ten dollars in and we'll send a prayer for you. I don't remember them ever doing any of that, but right. I mean they could have. But sure. I was a kid, you know. But uh, yeah, I just was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I wonder, fuck, I like. I feel like more people need to know that the reason why churches are tax exempt is because they're supposed to, not supposed to, they have to allow uh, certain civic functions to which happen. Which they do in this town, all the which place. They, absolutely, yeah. yeah like, yeah. I've never, like, since I've been a voting age, which is now 22, almost 22 years, right? Mm-hmm. I've never voted anywhere other than a church, ever. I have in a school gymnasium and it was Marietta High School off the square of Marietta. Right. In fact, a street behind that actual building is where what's his name's Alton Brown's house. I don't know if it's currently is or what his, was. His uh, you know, house or uh, the because um, he has a like an apartment on the square that he just remodeled because I, I only know that because I just remodeled I, like in the past two years. OK, but he had it. Didn't he have a house on the square also? Potentially. I don't I don't I, I don't know. I just know that. Uh, watching uh, Good Eats for mm-hmm. for like a decade and a half. That's still on? He was always talking about... Uh, he's gone... Uh, he's... Yes. Yes and no. He's got a Hulu series where he goes back and has updated uh, specific recipes from mm-hmm. certain episodes and will show clips from the old episodes mm-hmm. and go, yeah, I figured out a better way to do this. And then... Uh, so he's got like two seasons of that, cool. which is pretty cool. Well, anyway, that's where that anyway. was. So in the gymnasium, that might have been the first... God, I think... I can't remember the first time I voted. It may have been in that. I remember it was really weird. It was uh, because I was 18. And uh, no, I wasn't. I was 20. Well, that was a presidential. We, we figured this out one time. We did some yeah. math. But maybe there was, you know, during the uh, midterm elections, maybe when I was 18, voting for local. Anyway, um, it was just odd. Now it's like I, I look forward to going in and voting. And it's no big deal. But when you're 18, let's say, and you haven't ever voted, you have your card and your It's a big line. deal. Yeah. Like, I don't know where to go. I don't know if what, you give a shit. I don't know which way I turn. It's not a big Am deal. Am I to standing everybody. okay in line? <laughs> what am I doing? Like, do I look like a fucking idiot? You know? A little mm-hmm. awkward gainsy. Yeah, if you're just sitting there kinda of, and then after a while it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's like uh I remember someone used to work for me out here, or as a friend former friend, and his son worked for me and he when he turned twenty one, you you know him. But when he turned twenty one, he kinda of goes he goes, uh, you know, it's kinda of weird when you turn you turn 21, like you walk into a bar and it's, it's weird and, and, and awkward and you don't know what to do. And I said, you know, it's kind of funny now is that it's really weird if you're not in a bar. <laughs> for, yeah, for me. wait till you get to a yeah. certain age, buddy. <laughs> like if you're not in a bar, then it's weird. You're like, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to go home and read the Bible. Like, what? It's like, all right. Doesn't it feel awkward? Isn't that strange? But you know, he has a point, right? When you're actually, everybody went to bars and they were illegal, but if you're actually legal... I mean, you're thinking about it. Hey, I'm 21. I'm in a bar. Yeah, like the first. I remember the first. Who do I look at the first drink? <laughs> the first first thing that I bought when I turned 21. I walked over to. I used to live a couple blocks from Circle K, mm-hmm. and I walked in there 
at just after like five after midnight, walked in there with the one friend that I had that was that was over 21. Mm-hmm. All of my other friends were at least a year or two younger than me. Into the Circle K. Into the Circle K. Mm-hmm. And my birthday is the end of April. And I was like, I walk in there and. Like a 1201? Like 1205, I think I mean, is you, what it was. You, it was on I, per- you. I purposely did that. You did this on purpose. Yep. Hold on just a second. Wait, wait, hold that thought. I'm going to close that door back there. Oh, he's trapping the cat. Sneak up. Like Elmer Fudd. He's like, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting pussy. Paul's got this cat that he's had for, I don't know, like two months now, has yet to name it. This is, it's it's ridiculous that a cat does not have a name, yet it eats better than I do. I'm looking for the perfect name. He wants the, no, you're never going to find the perfect name. When you have a kid, you have nine months to think this out. Yeah, that's true. So now I'm close this door. So other animals don't. Come. Holy shit! It's like Paul's not even part of the podcast anymore. He's like, oh, let me run some errands and do some things around the house. My God, this man's life. I don't know if I can carry this podcast on my own. I mean, I always carry this podcast, but like, normally I have to stare at Paul while I'm carrying this podcast. All right. Oh look! Oh look! Who decided to grace us with his hey, presence? Hey, what's going on here? Oh, oh, what is this? Oh, this is a podcast. What station are you guys on? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fucking one hundred three point nine. I don't see your antenna outside. KCCP. <laughs> News, K-C-C-P. bullshit, and more bullshit. Uh, where were we? What what is this we shit? Where was I? You mean oh, I was? I, I was, mean, my back hurts from carrying the fucking podcast. Oh, That's I get it. I get it. I get it. It's <laughs> in <laughs> Ben Gay. Ben Gay. Um, where where were we? Seriously, we were talking about uh, my, elections. My, my and grandma fertility. used to say that she's uh, hanging out with her two favorite men tonight after working all day long. So I'm hanging out with my two favorite men, Ben Gay and Arthritis. Okay. Arthritis. Okay, so it's 12:05, and you this was a planned event. Tw- yeah, I planned it. Yeah, okay. and, and uh, stayed up. I you know it was a school night. You know, I, I had to I had to go to work the next day. Okay. And so I, I walk into Circle K, walk to the, the cooler, and grab one Heineken tall can. Right? That's fine. Now, Heineken in cans is fine. Heineken, okay. it's Heineken in bottles that taste that, like shit. That's skunky. It's, it's, it's skunked. Yeah. yeah. Heineken in, in uh, on draft or in cans. I don't think a, I've ever had Heineken on draft. It's really, really good. It's a very really? crisp lager. Yeah, it's it's... It's right up there with the best German lagers. It okay. really is. It's it's like it's basically like a pilsner. Okay. It, so you walked in there. Walk in there, grab the can, walk up, lady didn't card me. Oh. <laughs> well, this was what what year was Here's, this? 2002. So they I mean they people were carding pretty actively then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is not like the 1980s when nobody got carded. No, and then you just if you just act like you belong there, right. usually people just ah, let that kid go. Yeah. And the funny thing is that lady, she's like, oh, I know you. You're 21. And I'm like, she's like, what's the matter? She could tell I was disappointed. I "I turned 21 like five minutes ago. And she's like, honey, if you, you've been coming in here for several years, I would have sold you alcohol the entire time. You could have fooled me. You, you, I'm like, which basically tells me I look old at 21. (laughs) Maybe you looked older then, but you look younger now. Yeah, whatever. I, I like to think that I was born looking like I was fucking 30. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that as I approach like, 40. No matter how old you are, yeah. you're 30. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I told my, uh, when I met my stepmother, uh, she was about, I was, I don't know, 13 or 14, and she was like 32. Oh, okay. I think. I, 
parents just got divorced, whatever, and my dad was dating. It was Alice, which you you met Alice, didn't you? You met her actually. I met her twice actually. I met her up at uh, Tim's at, uh, garage at the at the old Black oh, Ridge. Oh, that's the right. Old, I brought the her up there. Yeah, and the other in the actual and Black then, Ridge, and, and yeah, in the actual Black Ridge, and out here at the hangar. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so in my mind, she's still thirty-two. Isn't that strange how that works? I mean, she doesn't look. If you saw her now, you'd go. She looks really great for. She's like seventy-two or three. Yeah. Or something. I mean, honestly, she looks. And you've heard her. I've had her on speakerphone. Yeah, she doesn't she sound doesn't like sound an old lady. Like and act like an old lady. You now know. she's like she's a lot like you. No, yeah. you don't. I, you don't act like an old guy or an old lady. I don't. Like, you definitely don't act more like, like an old, old lady. You're than a little old. bit like an old lady with your cat and whatnot. <laughs> like your cat that eats a fucking can of tuna every day. I well, no, I I ran out of cat food, so. Well, I'm sure the cat's super happy about that. And then I well, because I, I have the tuna up there, and here she comes. All right, fine. She doesn't have a name though. I'm like, here, come here, cat. Right. See, she's crashing. Anyway, enough about the cat. Enough about the goddamn cat. Um. So and then you left and you had your legal. Yeah, beer. I had my. And, but so then the I I went to a concert that night. Like I went home, went to sleep, got up, went to work all day, and then went to a concert that night, which is like two of my favorite bands of all time. It was no effects and rancid. They did a. They did a, that year. They 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 did an album that split. They split right. Split album where they covered each other's songs, and it was like blew my mind. My twenty one year old brain. Yes, it's like my two favorite bands playing. Like the whole time they covered just they covered they, each other's songs. Yes, like that's, that's kind of that, cool. That's what the album. It was a split album. They both oh, did the okay. same. Put out this album and they covered each other's songs. Blew my mind. Fantastic versions of songs that I'd already known and loved. And I got to see them on my 21st birthday at the House of Blues in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And uh, which was fucking badass because I went and uh, afterward, I'm the, I'm, of course, I'm the only friend of mine that managed to get tickets to that show because it sold out almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So go up to Vegas after the show, sitting at the bar, and the singer and the bassist from the one, one of the bands walks over, and I'm like, holy shit. You're fat, Mike, and he's like, "Yeah, man, how you doing? What's your name?" And I'm like, and "I saw you in the crowd. You were singing all the songs." And I'm like, "Yeah," I was like, "It was right up front, right on the rail." Oh. And uh, uh, he goes, "What are you drinking?" So he bought me a drink, and I was like, "I just, it's my 21st birthday." He's like, "Really? Get this man several shots." And like, and they, <laughs> so they bought me, like, they both bought me drinks, and we just talked about music for like an hour. You can totally trash and ruin your night, did you? Like, that I got sucks. No, 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 because I had stayed sober the entire time because I also didn't have any money to be drinking at a concert. Right. Like, I had enough for but a But now couple, you got several couple, shots, though. Well, I had, a, I had enough money for a couple beers, which is like $25 at the House of Blues <laughs> bar, right? But I, you know, it was cool, and they had to have, got to have some shots with these guys and had a couple more beers and hung out with them for maybe an hour, hour and a half, and that was a highlight of it. The next night... I go to the timeout tavern. That was the first time I went to a bar. Oh. And I tried to walk in and be cool, and I did not. You were not cool. I was cool. not cool. Yeah. Because it was awkward. It was a weird, it was, it was. Like, a, so you don't know, you kind of don't know what to do. Yeah, you don't know the protocol. Yeah. Because I didn't, uh, and I don't mean this against people, uh, I don't mean to mean this against people who grew up, quote unquote, in bars, because Porsche's been in bars with me before since she was like 12 or 13. It's right. not that big of a deal. Right. But I didn't grow up with folks that went to bars. So, like, I just really didn't know anything about protocol or anything like that. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, right? So, like, what did I do? Like, I I, like a fucking idiot. I walk up to the bartender at a kind of a grimy dive bar and asked, and I ordered a martini. (laughs) 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he just looked now at I'm me. Embarrassed. He just looked at me like, what? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I just order a beer? Right. So I ordered a martini and sat there at the bar. He the bartender carded me. And, and he's like, he's how do you like that? And I said, this is awful. And he's like, yeah, they really are. <laughs> and so he took it from me and poured me a Guinness, and then it was fine. And then what the cool thing is is that bartender's name is Polly. And any any the Kingman locals that listen to this podcast, they know who Polly is. Mm-hmm. Polly's from Ireland. No. I think I want to say he's from With Dublin. The Irish accent. Oh, bro. yeah. Joseph. Yeah, like just very, very, very Irish. Okay. So – it was also a neighborhood bar for me, so I would I became a kind of a regular there. I was there a couple times a week, and he I would show up, and he would give me a, a have a Guinness and a shot of Jameson ready for me every nice. single time as soon as I walked in. So I like after that first awkward, weird dipshit time, right? Then it was cool, and then uh, my grandfather would come to, come up to visit, and he we'd go to the you go to the timeout tavern. My grandpa would have a Guinness and shoot the shit with Polly because Polly's from the same area of Ireland that my great grandparents are from. So Gramps would talk with him, you know, whatever. But yeah, like you there bar protocol is something that has to be taught yes. and learned. Like you you it's awkward as shit going into a bar. Yes it is. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, it's weird. And then now, well, I'm older now, but and then at a certain age, like when you're coasting, when you're in your 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 bar prime years, then you know kind of how to scan without scanning, in the lay of it, what dudes are in there, what ladies are in there. Check out the ratio. Yeah. Assess threats. Right. Yeah. Now and I now, just, now you might even just go into a certain bar if they found like a whiskey row or something like that. And it's just it's t- it's a terrible odds or it just doesn't feel right. You just you don't even really step like three feet in. You just kind of go yeah yeah I don't really I'll go nah. to the next one or I'll walk in and I I'm I don't I think it's more awkward to walk into a bar and assess the situation and then leave. Mm-hmm. So I can't be that awkward because then I'll feel like I can never go to that bar ever again because people will be like, oh, there's a weird guy that turned around and left. So here's how, so you, hand, I, here's how I, you handle that. I just go in and order one beer. No, if you – okay. That's just order one beer. Just one, say, yeah, just I've, got a, I've got a dinner date. Got to go. Order a Coors banquet and be done with it. But what you can do is walk in, and like if you can tell like right away like you're not going to stay just for whatever reason, you can, you can now intentionally look around like you're looking for somebody, which you're not. Ah. But now you're going you're – going, uh, yeah, I guess kind of uh, I guess go, Randall's not and here. And you kind of do this and just kind of turn <laughs> around and walk out. You're like, man, where's Randy at? God, where the fuck? He told me hey, he's going to be. Hey, have you, seen, do this, have go, you seen Randy in the bartender? Like, I've your, never met somebody. Look at your non-watch and go, he told me. I don't know. I just fucking, I don't know. I got to, I'm sorry. I got to fucking I gotta, go. I got to go. Yeah, I got to go. I got a yeah. thing, <laughs> which to me is way more awkward. I, I love those little pro tips. That's nice. That's a great pro tip. <laughs> Another one, one of my favorites is uh, somebody told me this years ago. If you've met somebody and you know that you were told their name, mm-hmm. and but you can't remember it, mm-hmm. and for some reason you need to like write it down, or like for me, I get awkward when I uh I get I'll get too many tabs going when I'm bartending. I get too many tabs going, and uh, it's time for them to tab out. And I know these people; they know me, they know me by name, they know my daughter's name, they know you know mm-hmm. that, that, that. I know what beers they want. I know everything about them except their first and last name. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll grab the cards and be like, uh, what's the name? And they're like, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 your last name. I've got multiple Kirks. Oh, I got multiple. There's a little trick, what, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. What is your name again? And you're like, 
Uh, it's it's Tracy. No, 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 no. I know that, Tracy. What's your last name? <laughs> now, now you know it's Tracy. Bingo. Yeah. It's I can't remember who taught me that. Like that's, that's such brilliant. a great fucking trick. Pretty same, brilliant. That's in the same vein as like you walk into a bar and know you don't want to be there. Or any it doesn't have to be a bar. It's any establishment. Any, anywhere. Just walk in and go, Oh yeah. It yeah. Did, just start, Harvey's just start, not here. Just start quickly looking around like you're looking for somebody on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Or you can look like you can make it really awkward and just like Look like you're a fire inspector, just like one, two, three, four, five. Just start <laughs> counting people in the bar and be like, and then nod at the bartender and then leave. And like, and I take your phone out and make a note. Uh, 52. Huh? 52. <laughs> Capacity is 49. Mm-hmm. 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 And better hope there's not a fire here tonight. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all be praying to Jesus. Pray, you pray to Jesus. <laughs> pray to the God of hellfire that y'all don't burn to death. Um. Oh, oh my God. Just love. Oh, hey, so when was the last time I actually had alcohol here at this uh, table? I, maybe a month ago? Maybe. So we're, we're kind of celebrating because I don't know when this show is going to happen, but, I mean, we had some, some big things happen. City Council voted on a couple of big things tonight. No one cares about it. Never mind. They're, it's going to be a snooze fest, but it's a good thing. Well, the, inter, the interchange okay. voted on, the big You know one, what? We have enough to... locals that listen to this. They need to understand mm-hmm. that, uh, what, was it, what is it called? Rattlesnake Wash? It that's, was That's forever. what it was called for, like, 49 years. Right. And then you okay. added Rancho to it. Yeah, Rancho Santa Fe Interchange. This is a this is a major, major, major development for this area that has been on the books since Interstate 40 came through in 1971. And someone said 71. That's when it actually Seven. was written down. Like they're going to have said, the interchange. We're going to have this interchange. And it's going to go, go to the airport. Feed directly to the Kingman Airport and Industrial Park. It's going to be great for economics. Da, 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 da. And Richard Nixon probably said that. 50 yeah. years later. 50 years later, it's finally fucking happening. It still hasn't happened like, yet, but they say How many in recessions? Spring, yeah, they say in the spring. It's it, going to actually a, be a, yeah. uh, uh, what's it called, like a bre- breaking ground f- fest. I'm going to go out there and just get drunk. Yep. And party. And then we talked about, hey, you know, when they first were having I-40, why didn't they just have a couple rogue guys on their lunch break with some a couple big dozers to say, fuck it, let's just turn... Just just brrr, and just drive out to the airport yeah. and make a great big old road. That would have been go, cool. See, it's already mostly done. Well, there's already there's, there's already a road. Al- there's already a road that goes ninety percent of the way. Yep. When, yep. You, when you're driving by on I forty, you can look over and see that gravel pit. All in, yep. and, and from that gravel pit is a road that goes directly out here. So yep. And then so but then also they voted the city the city people of Kingman voted to release the eighteen hundred acres of land called phase two at the airport and that was and the faa they say is going to they anticipate granting that like in may which means they're going to start they can actually in theory start a company could buy with i think they already got shit lined up I, i'm I really sure that there's this. companies out there that are just just ready to I, buy cheap land starting in may they're going to already start building or like moving dirt around for new businesses and 1800 things. acres yes that's just phase two there's more so land after that folks just to give you uh, you uh, you arizonans out there wait, just to wait. give just to give you a perspective on how big 1800 acres is um the phoenix airport is only what is it 1100 acres i don't know let me you know how many acres this airport property is plus the industrial park right now that Four, you're 1400 no oh it's like 600 oh so that's three times the size of this industrial Jesus park. Jesus Christ! Okay, airport out out here. Yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm pointing everybody. Look, look on the TV. Yeah, make sure everybody look on the TV. You can all see how where Paul's <laughs> pointing. pointing that way. Just imagine it. Anyway, so that's happening. So you were like, "Hey man, let's have a beer," which is probably not why you want to have a beer. But we're having. Uh, I wanted. Tor- to, I, yeah, I, I was. I, it's tor- been. A, it's been a very very. I woke up at fucking three o'clock this morning. Right. 
And I am just been going strong all day long. Uh, yeah, I need a beer. Uh, whatever. So, yeah, that's a big development for this area. And I know that like, there, there's huge. enough. Huge. It's a huge. It really is big. It's a big damn deal. So what it is for all the people, it's I-40, which is a major, obviously, interstate. Uh, and it's a major interchange. The, the brand new one's going to come off of I-40 to the Kingman Airport Industrial Park. And between here and there, there's going to be developments, probably a new truck stop. And that kind of shit's going to be going in, I imagine. I yeah, can probably a it's going to take a bunch of pressure off of that that nastiness that is Andy Devine and oh my god, and I forty that fucking just just diesel alley. God and damn it! All the it, trucks it, but, that come into the industrial park and there's a shitload of them. If you just want to sit there all damn day and watch how many come in on off of sixty six, and they say this stretch of sixty six is one of the most dangerous chunks of road. Yeah, it's pretty in shitty. All of Arizona. I can't wait. And all that's going to come off. All that shit's coming off. I just happened to see uh, what's her face, uh, Kaylee McEnany. Yes. Is that her name? Kaylee? Yeah, she's got. Uh, I think it's Kaylee, the she's, press secretary. Yeah, for the White House. She fucking sucks. She does suck. She's, she's attractive, attractive though. She, she's no, nah, I don't think so. She's she's ugly on the inside, which makes her ugly on the outside. That's, that's true. I'm yeah, saying like on the outside. I, she's only. over tanned. Her hair is like that's true. Her hair is not. It's not as nice not as you natural. think. She just sucks. I just don't fucking like her. So, and I don't. I also don't like how. Um, she changes the subject on people. They ask a question and she'll That's what press secretaries do. <laughs> it's spin. It's bullshit. Yeah, Fuck know, her. She's fucking give me a They're straight useless. answer. Her. There's no reason even really on, to be honest. And it's not that unusual, but it's worse for this current administration. The re, because of the way that is, there it's a really waste of time to have a press conference. Because yeah, you're, you're going to walk out of there an hour later with nothing. Absolutely nothing. New. I... I um, I kind of miss the days. I don't particularly like the guy, but I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Is James Carville because he was oh, uh, yeah. Clinton's press secretary for yep. the f- first. Well, he his... was a Democratic strategist also for, yeah. for Clinton and and stuff. But I love that. I don't the think fucking... he was a press. Sec- was he the press? Secretary? I'm pretty sure he was press secretary okay. it, it, for a couple years at least. Okay. But that guy, first off, he's scary looking. Serpent head. Yeah. We call him. The, yeah. The, the raging Cajun serpent yeah, head. He's got yeah. like a thin neck with a big serpent head. Very much so, and beady eyes. Yeah. yeah. I, which reminds me, so I watched Old School for the first time in probably 10 years. And, uh, and Dangerfield's got beady eyes. Huh? He's got frog eyes, bullfrog eyes, Dangerfield. Old School? No, not Back to School. Oh! Not Back to School, God you fucking, damn it. fucking dinosaur. Sorry. No, Old School with Will Ferrell. Yes, Will Ferrell. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry now. Now, I, now I'm, on, I'm on track. Sorry. Next track. In no the, one's in the no LP. one's making weird sandwiches or doing a triple Lindy. Okay. <laughs> First off, Back Lindy. to School is a great fucking movie. It is. It's one of my favorites actually, and I'll watch it anytime it's on TV. Right. Just because Robert Downey Jr.'s in it and he's hilarious. He steals oh, the fucking that's show. Right. He's, yeah. he's the asshole. Yeah, he's the asshole friend yep. of like the one of the main characters. Um, and Oingo Boingo's in it. In the party, <laughs> they, they they they're the live band at the party. They play Dead Man's Party. Yes. Um, so old school. I was watching Old School, which yeah. is an equally great fucking movie, mm-hmm. and James Carville's in it. I forgot all about that. Hmm. So they, the guys, uh, they start a fraternity, basically, and they have to go through all these different tests to remain Name affiliated. Name rather James Carville's in. And they had to do a debate. That One of the things was debate, and it was Will Ferrell versus James Carville. And it was the mm-hmm. dean, you know, the typical, your evil dean of students or dean of the university trying to get rid of these people. You know, mm-hmm. very much... Uh, 
Like uh, uh, uh what the uh fucking super secret probate probation. What did we took some liberties? Belushi. Of course we did. What the fuck is that? Oh. Uh, Animal House. Thank it's you. very much an Animal House yes. ass kind of thing. And you have uh, Dean Wormer. Dean Wormer, right? <laughs> Every spring the toilets explode. Oh, that would be Delta House, sir. That would be De- <laughs> <laughs> that. No, the spring. No, the, the trees are filled with underwear, and every spring the toilets, the toilets explode. explode. That would be the Delta House, sir. We're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> they have to do this debate, and they're like the. I can't remember the topic. It has something to do with technology and America uh, funding technological research or something like that. And Will Ferrell's like, uh, James Carville goes, uh, you know, I- I'll take that. Uh, I'm going to take that uh, the stance first. And uh, Will Ferrell goes, actually, uh, sorry, Jim. He calls James Carville Jim. He goes, sorry, <laughs> excuse me, Jim. I'm going to take this one. And he goes, well, go right ahead. <laughs> and Will Ferrell, like, you can see him have, like, almost have, like, a stroke. And then he goes... Recent uh, subject of research has shown that, and just goes into this rant for like ninety seconds. That's like incredibly well thought out, perfect argument. And he goes, uh, and then he just kind of like James Carville snaps, that. It snaps out of it, and then oh. it goes to James Carville, and he goes, uh, "I have no response to that. That is a perfect argument. I'm sorry." And then fucking so like Will Ferrell and his idiots fucking win because like Will Ferrell's character is able to pull out like this genius thing and later on he goes I blacked out what happened <laughs> he doesn't even remember it <laughs> and just James Carville and like fuck I remember I watched that in the theater just because just on a whim it was like a Saturday afternoon and I was like I'm bored so I went with a couple friends and it turns out that was an iconic fucking movie that bombed at the name uh, at the box office name another James Carville movie or movie that James Carville's in uh Kind of a little, it's kind of a cameo. It's not. He doesn't really have a. Wag character. the dog. I think he's in Wag the dog. He might be. So how about this? I don't know about that. He one. Was That's in, not the one I'm thinking. Of. The, what was the, the? He's definitely in. Um, this came out around the same time as Wag the dog. It, it was with. Uh, holy shit! Who's the American Gigolo guy? What's his name? Oh. Um, uh, oh wait. The yoga guy. The. Uh, Yoga guy? Do you do a lot of yoga? No, 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 Richard never Gere, mind. Richard no, Gere. it's not Richard Gere. I, I'm okay. thinking of somebody else. God damn, Dick Tracy. He played Dick Tracy. Okay. I, I can't fucking remember the guy's name. He's, a, he's an iconic fucking actor. He was a hairdresser in a movie, and all he did was just nail all these women all the time. Came out in like late 70s, early 80s. That guy. That guy. I can't. Oh. And was married to this? Annette Benning for a million yeah, fucking also, years. Oh, oh, William, not William. Um... He was like the he was like the Hollywood slayer. He slayed all the chicks in Hollywood. Oh is that what you're talking God. about? Oh my God! Yes. What the Paper fuck? Moon was he in Paper yes. Moon? Yes. What the fuck is his name, man? Uh, oh, these people are they hate oh, us so much when they're listening. They're oh. screaming into their fucking headphones. Did he hang out with Madonna also? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is his name, oh. man? All right, I gotta I have to look it up because it's I'm gonna look it up on my brand new phone. He had a daughter who was in Paper Moon also, right? Uh, maybe the, wasn't it his daughter, like the little girl that was maybe nine or eight or seven, seven, eight, ten? Remember, you're her? thinking of paper. Or you're thinking of uh, Ryan O'Neill. It's not Ryan O'Neill. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of Ryan O'Neill. That you're thinking of Ryan O'Neill. Uh-huh. And you don't know. No, it. no, it's not Ryan. I know it's not Ryan O'Neill. It's it's way more famous than Ryan O'Neill. Warren Beatty. That's what I meant. Yeah, Warren Beatty. Oh, is that what you? Is that no, what you I'm meant? Serious. Warren, oh, Warren okay. Beatty is what I'm. But All you're right. right. It's, uh, it's Warren, Tatum and Ryan O'Neill, though. You're right. I was thinking of that. Warren Beatty was in... Oh, ooh, Tatum O'Neill. Yeah, buddy. I haven't seen her in, when she got... You know, did she grow up to look nice? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To look nice. Oh, my God. What is that Warren Beatty movie? Fuck. I'm going to feel like a real shithead. Just, that. just put Bull, a... Bullworth. Did you ever oh, see Bullworth? No, uh-uh. no. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, it's a great movie. He, he's yeah. a, he's a He's a presidential candidate that kind of goes off the deep end and ends up hanging out. I think it's Halle Berry. Like, he just ends up hanging out with the, like, it goes, he just goes full hood. It's a great fucking movie. Came out around, yeah, so, what movie were you thinking of that Mr. Carville was in? That Because the whole reason we started talking about this. cameo. Probably it's in, I'll bet you he's probably in it for. People versus Larry Flint. Six or seven seconds. Oh, oh. Wedding Crashers. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, arriving yeah, at the wedding, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. And he so was the, a former Arizona dead senator guy. We, our dead, our dead Goldwater? senator. Oh yes, I know John McCain. John, John McCain's McCain in it. was in there too. Yeah. Have some fucking respect. I'm sorry, I do, I really do. And my father was so mad too when they were trying to bash me. Oh, we're not gonna get on politics. Never mind. I, I can't. I can't do it. All these people bashing McCain. I uh, I actually threatened someone and got a, a 24 hour ban. Uh, my Facebook account was completely locked down because I saw somebody make a comment about John McCain. And, and you was eviscerated like, them. I, I I threatened to physically eviscerate them. Mm-hmm. I think there was a knife involved. And like, that man's a fucking war hero. Like, right. you want to talk shit about him? I'm sorry. I don't care what he does in politics. I don't care what your stance is. You don't have the right to say that. And I, I said something like, I fucking hope your house burns down or something like that. Like, right. Fucking. And then I, I do remember I did say something in there. It was like one of the most fucked up things you can say to somebody. That uh, you said? I, yeah, it was pretty fucking terrible. All right. And well, I just said. They every, probably deserved it. I, well, I said, you know, I was like, fuck you. And anyone who ever said that they loved you was lying. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And then about fucking two minutes later, I get a, a notification via Facebook Messenger that says, your account has been suspended for violating terms and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. First of all, we're in the Vietnam War. Second of all, his fucking arms were broken or whatever, McCain's in, in prison. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he also, they, they wanted to, he, they were going to give him special, they were going to lease him because his father was an admiral yeah. in the Navy. And he said, no. I'm he said, s- no. I'm he s- said, no. Who the fuck says that shit? You yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? Come on, yeah. people. All you people, all you fucking want to be flat you want to be actual patriots that probably never really served and there are some military former people that think he's a piece of shit come on i feel come like the only on. only military and former military people can are those are the only people that can talk shit about other military people and if i of think them do i think talk bad about them but most of them go man those there's just right and I don't think he let any really major secrets go. People say that he did. I don't think that's yeah. true. Well, like I don't our, think that's right. Our friend Sean, like yeah. he, you know, he's twelve years Marine Corps. Yeah, multiple fucking multiple war zones he's been to. Anyway, kissed by an Iraqi. Definitely kissed by Iraqis on the cover of several magazines <laughs> yes. and newspapers, Very which he fucking photograph. hates it when I bring that up, <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things to bring up. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I call him the the war hero son of Kingman, and he's all fuck you. <laughs> he gets so mad, and that cracks me up. But uh, even he will say he's like, I don't, I may not agree with their politics, but the man, he stood a wall, and he and he was shot down, fucked up. 
all, and said, you know, dad could have gotten him out of that situation. Yep. And he, he said, said absolutely no. not. You know, that kind and of thing. He got his arm fucking busted yeah. being tortured. Yeah, like anybody wants to talk shit about that guy has beef with fucking me. And I'm yeah. like, you don't want to have beef, beef with Sean. He will he will fuck somebody up. I'm glad to know that he's on the side of McCain. I, 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 he's not on the side of McCain. He's on the side of, of respecting. Yes. Giving respect where, where respect right. is due. Uh, yeah. That's not what so, I mean. So, yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, I knew what you mean. But it's one of those things that's like. He's the Sean's Sean's one of the he's one of many vets that I have friends that I have that will say that like uh, the uh, what do you call it? The universal love and respect that's given to folks in the military is one of those things that it makes things awkward. Right. It really does because you weren't forced to be there. Right. At all. Now, granted, my friend, you know, I have a friend who was Army Corps of Engineers. All he signed up was to get do four years and get some money for their GI Bill. And then a year in, he fucking 9-11 happened. <laughs> right. Womp, womp. But the military is like that for a reason. They're, they're enticing you to come in. It is mm-hmm. an exchange. It's like, all right. you know. And so some people may have thought, thought of, or not thought about, but they go, oh, man, they'll pay for my college. Great. Okay, I'll sign up now. You don't have to be necessarily, but some are, some are – Let's say uh, patriotic, or they are they they, well, feel, they feel like they want to serve their dad country. was an in infantry, or right. you know you know this or that or whatever. And a bunch and, of others just yeah. going to go in there to help the college get paid for. I get it, and they do that for a re- the military they, does that to do no that. matter what they still volunteered. Yes, to yep. potentially get shot at and yep. blown up, no matter what. First time I met Sean, we we've told the story before, but we're at Blackbridge back there outside and. And we're having a good conversation for, I don't know, an hour or two or so. And I think yeah. he and his wife are going to go, I guess, to sell her door across the street. We're going to yeah. go to the wine bar, whatever. So they, they got up to go, and they were just kind of leaving. And you and I were standing there for some reason. And as they're leaving, and you we're kind of talking, okay, man, nice to meet you. I think I gave him a hug, whatever. And, and they're leaving. We're kind of still – you guys are still kind of yelling at each other in a, in a friendly, fun way. Yeah. And then as, he's, as he's almost to the back door. <laughs> and he's facing away from you. You yell out, "Thanks for serving!" Your, really loudly, "Thanks for serving your country!" And he's he didn't turn around. He's because fuck you, fuck you, and threw up a single finger salute. And just my as he kept walking away, <laughs> and everybody that doesn't know you, I'm like, oh my god, like just, what's what's wrong with that guy? Is he not proud of his service? <laughs> and he's like, why it, did that guy show him fucking shade? You can't, can't he doesn't wreck the mill. You can't be bagging on military people it's like <laughs> people that are like that didn't that didn't serve and, and don't know our he and i's like relationship is right. uh, are like do we get offended Did, right what who are gonna start killing each other what's going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's funny shit because he and i have known each other for so long that we just kind of don't give a shit what's going on around us we will we don't get rowdy right like it's no. not it's not a rowdy thing no no, but it's just, it's fun. It, it's a good, it's fun to people that know you guys. And then he's leaving and, and it's even, you. it's even more fun for us when people are around that don't know us and they're like, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> hey, thanks for serving. <laughs> fuck you. And like, <laughs> there's like a whole bar out, like outside patio full of people. And, and all the reality you, is that motherfucker you. was in Baghdad, fucking downtown yeah. Baghdad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, during the, whichever war that was the fall, the the fall of Baghdad yeah, yeah the when, when they pulled the statue down like yeah. they like like what was that mission the military thing what was the uh desert what storm shield it, neither it one of those because it was he it, and I it was were, after you, that what the fuck was it it was, what was the, it called the war of American aggression <laughs> no it was the war of uh 
Oh my god! The now he's gonna get mad. War for dead dinosaurs. No, it's uh, it this fucking uh, Iraqi Freedom or whatever Operation that, Iraqi that, Freedom. That, I think I think, I think that's I what it's called. Operation it Iraqi Freedom. I yeah. think so. He he would be the one to ask. I wasn't there. Right. I mean, and he's got the picture of his face out there and with his helmet on, and he's getting hugged or kissed or something by a. I'm not. A, wasn't he tongues or anything? He. he <laughs> there's this one picture of him that he's got on his Facebook. Where he's uh, got his helmet on, he's sitting in a tank, and you can, it, you, his head, like it's like his head and his, his like his most of his shoulders are popped up out of the top of the tank, and the way he's smiling, and because he'd been it over in the desert for I don't know I don't know how long he'd been in the desert at that point, but he was real tan, mm-hmm. and Sean's you know Hispanic he definitely anyway, looked pretty goddamn dark, and I was really like dark. I was like dude, you ever notice you kind of look like Obama? <laughs> And That's he, right. He looks just like Obama, <laughs> and all of these fucking vet friends of his are like, "Holy shit! I can't believe you look just like Obama, man!" Fucking people are like, "Hope and yes, we can." And he's all, "Fuck you." <laughs> when you told me that, it was hilarious because I didn't even think of that. I'm like, "Yeah, there he is. Look, he's a dark. It's dark Sean." And then it's you said, "Dark Sean. He looks like you Obama." Put that f- suggestion in my head. You go, "Look, he looks like Obama." Oh my god. Yeah, he does look. He like does. Obama. He absolutely does. So fucking funny, and uh, I don't know. Like, there's just so many funny things about that guy. I'm so glad I'm friends with him. And, like, I can remember when he was on leave. Did I ever tell you about this? I had a Halloween party. This is when uh, Porsche's mom and I were still together. Mm-hmm. We had a Halloween party. He shows up dressed up as a terrorist. I shit you not. Oh my God. He had the whole, like, the, I don't know what those, the the garb that the men wear, like, in the Middle East. The f- white, kind of flowing, roby looking things. Like, yeah, what's that like, Looks I, like be pretty comfortable, actually. I, it looks, well, it's meant to be. In the to, desert, it's white. It, it, it's white. Breathe and Breathe and air. Very and, much so. Yeah. Works. It works. <clears throat> and, uh, but he had, he, like had it kind of opened like down to like the like the middle of his uh abdomen or middle of his uh his torso and you could see like road flares that he had he had put together to look like bombs and i was like you are sick fuck and he's like i mean if you can't joke about you know the things i'm gonna go back to in a week like when his leave was over he's gonna go right back to being around people that could potentially be doing that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm like you are fucking dark dude i need to talk to him also not that someone mentioned because you know i thought he works for can we say he works for probably he works for Granger. Granger, yeah. Which, and I was, for the first time since I moved to Kingman, since I moved here, I need to actually buy something out of Granger. I thought of Sean. I went, okay. He's, and then the first thing I thought I, was, hey, I wonder if you can give me a discount. And I was like, well, I, I don't fucking need a discount. <laughs> but you cheap like, motherfucker. I know. He, you know what he would do? You would, you could hit him up and go, who, because ha- he doesn't handle this area. Somebody, yeah. he has a rep that handles this area. But he would be able to hand yeah, it off to somebody. He's above the reps, isn't he? Uh, I, I don't know. I think, I don't know that he's, I'll find out. You should find out, hit him up, hit him up and be like, Hey man, I need to get some shit from Granger. Who should I talk to? And he'll just put you in contact or take your contact info and pass along to whoever handles the area. That's cool. Anyway, by another winch. We've been sucking off Sean for like twelve minutes, man. Yeah, that's usually he doesn't last that long normally. He doesn't ever last that long, at least in my experience or so I've heard. So we should take a break. We should should, uh, refract. Let's let's refract. (laughs) Let's refract. Let's let's give Sean a refractory period so we don't suck him off so much. Okay, that's a good All right, idea. we'll be right back.
I'm not guaranteeing it's going to be interesting, but I think it's going to be interesting. Oh, do you think it's... So everybody's talking about, oh my God, have you seen what's the fucking the social, not the other movies, the so, whatever, the social dilemma? Mm-hmm. What is this thing on Netflix? And it's like, oh my God, I didn't know that. I pretty much knew everything that they were doing. You, I'm sure you did well, too. Well, in a high, like most people like know in like like a higher concept, they don't they don't they don't understand like the details and nuts and bolts of it. But they, I, I don't think people until the social dilemma that documentary came out. I don't think people okay, the so, average public didn't know. I don't think they understood what social media is you're probably I, right they, now i don't think they understand that they're just that's just they're just i don't know revenue. exactly how the algorithms precisely but i know that they are out there because it's yeah. obvious it's obvious when you do a search or you say something or talk about yeah. something the things are listening because shit starts coming up it's, yeah. it's obvious it's there i kind of like that you want to know why i like that i don't care if they're spying on me I, I i really don't give i don't give a fuck anymore i just don't right. care because if i'm going through my Facebook or some other social media, whatever, and there's ads that pop up, and like somehow magically, this device knew I had a cat, or I was talking more about cats were coming up because I would get cat shit on my feed, cat shit on my feed, cat shit on your <laughs> feed. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> go on. Go anyway. So then stuff would come up about, uh, you know, a scratching post. This cat scratches on some shit. You know, yeah. I got it. Whatever. And I'm going, that's okay. And then like a certain kind of belt would come up and I'll just flip through it. Or I'll, you, you can you can remove some of these ads certain ways. Yeah. But if I'm actually interested in something, I won't, I won't even remind myself. I'll just slow down and look at it because I want it to come up later. I want that something to come up later so I know it to go check it out again and maybe go buy it. I'll do it on purpose. I'll use the algorithm for me. I know it's there and I'm going to say, sure, I'll slow down on that or I'll click on it just for a second or two. You know, it says to, to order now or something, like that, but I won't do it. I know it's going to come back. I don't have time right now or something like that. You're the most neurotic person I've ever met in my entire I'm life. I'm serious. I use that. I, I know no, what I'm it's also doing. serious. No, I, I love that you recognize that. And you try to use the algorithm to your benefit. <laughs> like, sure, it, I'm interested in what I heard was Paul hacked Facebook. Like that's 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 what I heard. That's I heard Paul hacked Facebook. And I know that's how they make their money by selling data because these companies are buying that and they're trying to push stuff. I I get it. Sometimes the ads are a pain in the ass, but for the most time you just flip past them. Or you can there's certain settings you can do, or you can yeah. you can I, I whatever every I mean, every with. ad that uh, every ad that I see every single one. I what? will no every single ad that I see. Yeah, I flag it as offensive. Like, okay. <laughs> just for just just because I that's how I like to say sure, like fuck them. And that and that's your mode. But there are cer- there are certain things that I'm actually interested in that I don't mind that it's showing up. I uh, I just I, don't. I do like the suggested groups every once in a while. There or, you go. Or like yeah, yeah, or yeah. Uh, the if Facebook is listening to you, and uh, you know they'll. I don't know what I was talking about, but I, I definitely I know I was having a conversation with with somebody, and we were talking about chancla. You know what chancla is? Beware la chancla. Really, chancla is like a. I'm just. I don't. I'm just asking. I didn't know. It's I mean, 2021 I, almost, and you're chancla. Really, chancla. Chancla. Do you know what a chancla is or I'm, not? I'm kidding. No, I don't. Jesus Christ! Being, I was trying like, to be funny. You, be more you weren't funny. though. You were making I'm me not, feel. You, you made me feel like I was like I didn't mean to be condescending. I've been accused of that before. I have a complex no, no. about it. I don't know what chancla is. Chancla is a slipper. It's a it's Spanish for like a like a house slipper. Okay. And when you say like beware la chancla, fucking Hispanic kids, they know. 
specifically Mexican kids know. Okay, what does that mean? Because mom would kick it off and beat the shit out of you with it, or throw it across the room with dead nuts accuracy. Okay, right. Well, that's one like Nolan Ryan. Just say we just just no like. Mm, yeah, like Nolan Ryan or like Tom Berenger and Sniper, like one shot, one kill, like that. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Okay. So beware La Chancla, people that are in the know, they, they'll crack up. I was talking about that with somebody, and then all of a sudden I started getting shit on my feed. That it, this, um, It's uh, geared toward Hispanic folks, and it's, <laughs> it, it's like it, it's, a, it's called chingasos, mm-hmm. which literally just means fuckers, you fuckers, mm-hmm. chingasos, right? So... I look. I was like, I never click on Facebook ads ever, but I clicked on that one, mm-hmm. and I went to that website, and there's tons of cool shit on there. Mm-hmm. They have, they have some funny shit on there that I'm just like, I am too white to enjoy this, but I know plenty of people that will, mm-hmm. and they're like all these funny stickers. It's like literally a sticker that's like a bowl of of uh, of guacamole. Okay. Um, and, they sell these oh, that's slippers. It? Well, well, I thought it was something that would said also, but just, uh, it's, no, just that it's just sticker just, of a bowl just of guacamole. Sticker. It's a it's a it's a it's okay. a it's a, a mocajete like the you know like I have you know what a mocajete yeah. right? It's a stone thing. The stone yeah, there's yeah. a lava rock thing. Yeah. It's a mocajete full of 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 guacamole. That's all the sticker is. That, I kind of want some of but that now. I, I do. I always. I'm sure you've been to a restaurant where they make the guacamole at the side of your table. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and a nice shot of tequila and, and a good margarita, and then that. That's that's what I miss about going out on a date. That's the kind of date I would like to do is an attractive female that I really want to be with in that kind of place. Medium to upper level Mexican restaurant where they're making that shit. You don't want to go to a medium to upper level restaurant. You need to go to a dirty Mexican taco shop. No, I yes. know. I, no, yes. I know. I know. No, no, no. Like, yes, but I'm just saying if I'm going some, out out somewhere, here we go, we're out. Or if, if the kind of town that doesn't have a dirty, proper Mexican restaurant, yes, I would do that too. But but I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know I mean the right fucking person. Yep. The right person. Hell, even the wrong person, you're still going to get a me- good meal. That's true too. Anyway. You're going to get some guacamole. Who the fuck doesn't like, but who doesn't like guacamole? The, um, a lot of people. Really? I, you know, I don't know that I've ever met anybody that didn't really just didn't like it, but I feel like kind of want some of Mike's guacamole now. I make better guacamole. You think so? No, I don't. I, Mike's got a special special ingredient. No, it's okay. You might. You might. Ma- think no, you do. Mike has Mike has one very specific ingredient that he won't tell anybody that's in there. I can't figure out what it is. It pisses me off, there's and he won't fucking make it around me. He makes he makes sure I am gone out of the house. There's for a couple. Him to there's make a couple it. things in there that you know what it is, though. There's a couple things you can go. Oh, I know it's in there. Like, but not. I'm not not talking about his secret ingredient, but the other stuff. Yeah. Well, you you can figure you pick yeah. it out. You know, it's got the normal shit in there, but there's yeah. just something extra he puts in there. And just mm, anyway. it angers me. Anyway, it's good. Yeah. But it, it, so like, yeah, the Facebook targeted the, these ads and I was talking about it. I'm like, you fucking can't tell me that it doesn't listen. Look at that. He's big. holding it into the We're, yeah, Paul, plural watching. Paul's got an A10 Warthog, which is a which is a jet. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, a bomber. It's a, it's a fighter. Bom- so it's it's not, a ground support. Aircraft. Ground support aircraft. Yeah. But it uh, folks, if you don't know, Google A10 Warthog and then you'll go, oh, I know what that is. But the fucking gun on it, they designed the plane around the gun. It's been in for many decades, and it's a close support for ground. Like, it's like it's this Gatling gun, and it's got some rockets on there, too, but it's mainly that's what it's. It's, it's, the, it's all about the gun. Fires this, these ridiculous rounds out of this thing, and the gun is so loud. 
uh, like well, we watched a video on break. You, you'll see, you know, obviously, like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, the bullets are gonna hit the ground first, and you'll hear that, and then you hear the gun and it just goes, burr, burr. <laughs> and it's scary as shit. Like I can't imagine. Like that's as just as scary as like a tattoo of like fucking two thousand Scotsmen marching into war. Right. I can't imagine what war pipes sound to somebody. That's kind of a war. That yeah, doesn't of the war pipe, and that's you know. one. That's just one. Now imagine multiples of those. It just has to be fucking terrifying. A psychological warfare, but the gun is so goddamn big. Is it's offset? Yeah, I think those are fifty caliber. One, two, three, four, five, six. What seven? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's. I seven. think they're bigger than fifty caliber. Uh, no, I think it's it. I, I'm almost positive there because we. I thought we looked this up a while back. All right, all right. I don't know. I, I. I just. I feel like it's a Gatling gun. It's built around this gun. And it's if you're on the if you're like the enemy of the U.S. military that has this thing, and you know the warthogs are coming, and you just better start fucking yep. digging a hole about a hundred feet in the ground. It's just gonna it's gonna start ripping shit up. Bombs are bad anyway too. Like you drop a bunch of heavy bombs, but it's just scary to have this low flying plane. Thirty by one seventy three millimeter. What is that? So, so it's a 30 millimeter caliber. Oh, it's smaller than a 50 yeah, caliber. Yeah, smaller than 50 caliber. Wait, 30 millimeter. Wait, wait, no, 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 that, no, that's bigger. Wait, yeah, 2.54 centimeters is a, uh, yeah, 2.54 centimeters is an inch. So it's, which is 25 millimeters. So it's 30 millimeter. You're right. It's bigger than it's 50 bigger caliber. Bigger than a 50 caliber. It is. What? This liberal knows his guns, God damn it. What? Yeah, so Paul just left the videos playing like the 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 like a playlist of A ten Warhawks, and now it's just like this guy walking around going, "Eh, this is the place he's kinda, where he's kind of stroking the gun this. a little bit earlier." What he was he kinda, really was stroking the gun, it a very bit. much fondling it. Yeah, but yeah, the the gun was designed. They're like, "All right, so we got to f- figure out something we can put this big some bitch on." It's called the GAU eight of Avenger is the name of the uh, the gun. The gun, yeah, and it's stupid. And it's so loud because it's uh, it's gas powered. I think I think so. Yeah. Um, and it fires thirty nine hundred rounds a minute. Yeah. From a plane. So divide that by sixty. What's thirty nine hundred divided by sixty? Why are you asking me, Mister International Finance? I'm asking Finance? you to pick, pick up your little cute little phone there, size of a matchbook. I love my phone, folks. I got an iPhone twelve mini, and we're getting back to proper what, proper size proper size iPhone. phone. I missed it so, so much. So 3,900 divided by 60. Ugh. Please, Joe. 3,900 divided by 60 is 65. 65 rounds per second. Yeah, 65 that, rounds per second. That's what's spitting at you. That's stupid. <laughs> that's just a... St- I mean, you can cut down fucking trees with it. Yep. It's amazing. You know, or insurgents or whatever. Whatever you're doing. But it's it's what I found interesting, you know, a branch of military... There's only one branch that flies these and has these. It's the Marines. I don't know. Air Force. Air Force. Okay. Which is odd yeah. to me because you would think that because you know it should be Army or Marines on the ground because they but they work too close together. But they think oh, there's two branches of the military. Now they got to communicate. You know, how do they? They figured it out. They usually speak the same stuff. language. Yeah. They, <laughs> it's not I'm that saying, hard. They have the same it, frequency radios. It like it seems like, to me though that Army and Marines ought to have a tens. And the Air Force shouldn't have A-10s. And I'm, I, a, I'm an Air Force brat. I'm a father, father whatever. Yeah. But I still think the A-10 belongs in a different branch of the military. That's it's just my... Interesting. That's just, you know. that's, your, I, you know, uh, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> no, I, hey. I... Hey, man. I'm sick, man. 
<laughs> Fucking Dave Chappelle. Hey, another reminder. Oh, look folks. at my Earth attire. Okay, got it. All right, so we got this. is called landing gear. We That's call it that because we put the gear round. And we round and we land. It rolls. This guy's folks. This guy's walking around this jet. It's like, how long is this fucking video? I don't know. He's like, well, this is the shooty part. Yeah. And this is the here's the part that's hanging. Here's the dangly bits. The dangly bits. Uh, this is the landy bits. It's the spinny uh, bits in back. This color gray is really nice in the summertime, but in the wintertime, it kind of reflects off the snow. This, fuck. <laughs> Who knows what he's actually talking about? He actually is probably talking about some very interesting features, probably. It's not just stupid stuff. That reminds me. One of the things, one of my favorite things ever. I don't know if you've ever picked up on this or if, it's, if, or if you even give a shit. Mm -hmm. But um, the relationship that all the different branches of the military have with each other cracks me up. Like the like they all bash each other. The, yeah, it, well, competition. The, the other day, there's a there's a, there's a nurse that I used to work with in ICU, a doc that I used to work with from the, from the ER, and like a couple other guys were sitting at the bar, and uh, I was the one guy had missed. He's like, "Ah, hey, man, I tried to come in on Veterans Day, but like da da da." So I guess you guys gave out free beer, and I was like, "Ah, dude, I got you, man." And I, I gave him, you know, because he was in the Navy, and then he goes, "Well, he's a vet too," and I was like. Doc, you were in the, what were you in? Oh, you were in the Air Force, weren't you? And he goes, why do you say it like that? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I worked under your former boss, and he really let everyone know he was a lieutenant colonel doctor. And fuck him. <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about. Used the former head of the ER. Oh. His wife likes chemtrails. Yeah. I got it. So that oh guy God. was just like, fuck you, colonel doctor. Get the right. fuck out of here. He made people call him colonel doctor. He can really? lick it. Colonel he, doctor. Yeah, he can lick my... Uh, anyway. Yeah, I would never... Anyway, but the the dude that I was talking to is not like that, and he, and he's like, man, please, please don't put me in with him. I'm like, that's fine. But the guy that was in the Navy, those two had showed up to have some beers together or whatever. The guy that was in the Navy starts talking shit. He's like, yeah, what was it like in the chair force? <laughs> I'd never actually... I don't remember actually hearing someone say chair force to someone who was in the Air Force. Well, if I were, if I were in the Air Force and was a Navy guy, we were bash each other. I'd, I'd, the common thing is, you got you know, you ever land in a crosswind? Because they don't. They aim it into the wind all the time. <laughs> they have no talent for landing the fucking You're airplane. Yeah, no talent for landing an airplane except landing on a fucking moving aircraft carrier. It's a controlled crash. It's not even a nice landing. <laughs> it's just boom. They let the hook slow me down. Okay, whatever. You're so, you <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I love it. And then you just have the Coast Guard guy who's just sitting off in the corner going, please don't fucking ask me what what branch I was in. And the truth of the matter is there are very top-notch people in every single branch absolutely. of the military. No, and there I, are shitters in all the branches of the military, There absolutely too. is. I just love being an observer because I've I've been I grew up around people of all of varying branches. Mm -hmm. My stepdad served in the Navy. My grandfather was in the Army. Excuse me. Like, I just... All of that and friends and family members and whatnot. And so, like, I just love listening to him talk shit. Um, well, the, well, and the upper people know this, too. Like, it's called middle and upper management of the, of the military. I mean, they, they know that exists, and they don't necessarily s slow it down unless it starts to actually and physically cause damage. I, and I know that there's been alcohol-fueled issues yeah. for fucking 150 years. And, but they want competition uh, but, because that helps people do better. Absolutely. You know, you're going to yeah. compete against yeah, the Navy yeah, or the yeah. Army or the Air Force. You're going to try to do better than they, this they do. This shit is so funny, though. Like, I just love listening to him talk shit. Or, but then you get the ones that are dicks, like uh, um, uh, one my stepdad brought up, like like it uh, was um, Kiefer Sutherland's character in uh, in uh, A Few Good Men. 
Okay. And he yeah. was such a prick. He was he was a real prick to uh uh Tom Cruise's Tom character Cruise, yeah. goes he goes uh may I call you John? He goes no you may not. Like he fucking he was like bitch he fucking outranks you. Right. He'd fucking be like that. But um he goes, I'm sorry, is there a problem? He goes, no, I, I love the Navy. Anytime we need to go somewhere and actually fight, you guys give us a ride. And I was mm-hmm. like, I remember watching that with my stepdad. My stepdad just getting kind of fucking uneasy and like kind of pissed about that. And he's like, <laughs> I fucking listen to Marines say shit like that. Fuck those guys. They, should, they shouldn't be called Marines. They should be called Landers because that's where they fight. We fight in the fucking Marines. I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. He went full fucking just like he rarely went off on Navy shit. Like he's proud of his service and he should be. Right. But he rarely was like fucking never talked about naval superiority or anything like that over the other branches mm. except when provoked. Right. And he told me about multiple like drunken brawls in like Thailand oh, yeah. and Sri Lanka and oh, Singapore yeah. and shit like that. It was not uncommon. Yeah, but usually you're hanging out in whatever fucking, you know, brig or whatever, they all throw you in together. Yes. And they're all like, once everybody sobers up, they're like, eh, they're back to being friends again. Right. I just love that. I love hearing about that shit because it's funny as hell. And they got, you just remind, obviously, if it gets out of hand, they say, look, everybody, we're on the same actual we're team. We're on the same fucking team here, guys. The main team, you know. Or yeah. Trying to do whatever the goal is here. So, Did your dad, your dad, when he was in the Air Force, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. we've talked about it ad nauseum on this show. The main reason was, I mean, he wasn't Did, patriotic. I mean, he, he loved America, obviously, but. He wasn't, he's like, I actually hate the United States, <laughs> and so I'm joining the Air Force. But to, he, he I'm desperately. Destroy the U.S. from within. He desperately wanted to fly, period, end of story. And he said, the best option is that's where all the airplanes are, and I don't have to pay for any of the fucking gas, more or less. Yeah. So it's like, I need to do this. You know, and he went in, and then Vietnam got rolling. When did he get? He got like in the mid mid to late fifties. Did he? Um, was did late fifties? Because these days you have to kind of you have to be you have to get a, a degree to be a pilot. Yes, he barely made it in without having a without degree. having a degree. I didn't he, know if he they, was in the uh, the uh, 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 cadet program. It was the very end of the cadet program, which was they would take people out of high school. Oh, if you passed well enough, if you had aptitude and all that kind of. So he he was one of the. I mean, he was could have been one of the last ten people, and they had a cadet program for decades, you know, because they didn't have to be. But now, colleges are more popular, and they can pick more, you know. Yeah. So they were phasing it out. Well, and there it he wasn't. Just he snuck joined, in. He didn't join during wartime, so they could no. be more choosy. Right. Yeah. And uh, so he was one of the last. I, I don't know when. I don't know how long the cadet program was. It was the cadet program also during like World War II, let's say, and during Korea? Probably. I, I don't really. I don't really know the history of the cadet program. But uh, you had to score pretty well, and then uh, um, and he did. You know, he was a very fine aviator, you know, and he 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 loved it and uh, did well. And we became an instructor in the military also. And you know, those you see those B forty sevens with all the rockets, the the rocket testing stuff. Yeah. He was uh, early on in that program. Kind of, they had some problems with those things. They lost a number of those on takeoff. Is the B forty seven the the uh, big bastard like they have they have in the, the wall uh, the big painting on the wall there above the drafting table. Okay, that's a B. It looks, it's like a small-ish B fifty-two. I think that's one of the ones that they have in the Cold War gallery. Yes, at, at the Air Force Museum. Guarantee it. Okay, yeah, and it's. I I think I think you told me about your dad. You and your dad when you went there twenty-five years ago or whatever. He could walk. Like he knew every single nut and bolt in that thing. Yeah, absolutely. He walked around it and everything. So it was designed specifically during the Cold War. It was designed not even really carry atom bombs. It was designed to carry hydrogen bombs. Oh, shit. And either two or four, I think he said. I think it was either two, depending on what size they were, or f- I think. 
probably fucking this up. Was it two or four, depending on what? Why would you need more than one for fuck's sake? <laughs> like that? Like Jesus Christ! I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they had a certain delivery, a maneuver that they that they they were doing for a while, where you would do below radar hauling ass because it's almost mock. You know, it's got swept wings. It would haul ass. It was a very fast bomber. They go kind of low, kind of low uh, to the uh, earth and get to where they were going. And then they would pull up pretty hard. You'd pull up, pull up, you know, really, really hard pulling up. And then right here is where you would drop the, you would let go of the bomb. Yeah. So it pull, would keep going so forward. It's going and that way. Yeah. And you're keep pulling this way. And Remember, then, this is a, this is then, an audio podcast. Bro. Oh, you're like. And then roll out. And now it's still going that way. And you're hauling ass And you're, going, ass, you're hauling ass the other way. Well, they pulled off some wings doing that because they pulled too hard. Oh. And that was one of the things. And you could see, he showed me these straps on the sides and on the side of the fuselage, these thick aluminum riveted on chunks on the bottom of the wings that they reinforced them because they kept pulling the wings off. And then after a while they said, that sounds like the military equivalent to fucking duct tape. It, yes, it was. As a matter of fact, you're like, Oh, you know what? We didn't think about this. So let's just put this, uh, uh, support structure. And like, well, that's fucking aluminum. I don't know tape. if they, I think someone later on after they built these planes said, you know, what we ought to do, we ought to haul ass, pull up hard. And then, we could do that, you know, and they said, and okay. they did that and they're like, ah, well. and then it broke. And then the, but what he was, uh, I think earlier on, he wasn't, he just got married or he didn't have any, didn't have us at that point, but those Jado, you know, those Genesis take off those big packs you see when it's, uh, yeah, I've taken seen off. And C-130 then, take off right. after about 500 feet of runway. It's right. crazy. So they had those and they were full of fuel and full of bombs. They would take off. And then when they got off the ground, off the other end, they would drop this pack you know, and then they, some runways, some SAC, Strategic Air Command, uh, airport, uh, Air Force bases, had a bunch of those fuckers off the end of the runway. I mean, they were, there was just probably dozens or hundreds of just, them. Just, they just never went and picked them up. They're just right. sitting just, there. Well, I left them, them out there. Folks, if so, you don't know what we're talking about, JATO, J-A-T-O, it's Jet Assist a Takeoff. And, uh, or something that, well, or there's rock, Rocket, rocket Assist it, Takeoff. Rocket Assist was pretty yeah. fucking cool, too. Yeah. Uh, what, have you seen the, uh, the landing one? The opposite? Oh, to where it slows you down. Holy yeah. shit. Like, they just, like, land and go, Ert! they just kind of land almost. It, 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 it's obviously, it's not the same as a helicopter, but it, it's pretty goddamn close. Yeah, yeah, right before they touch down, they probably fire those fuckers. And, and it just, it just kind of goes, bonk, and then. Well, anyway, so they were yeah. having some issues with those. They, they were losing some off of the, this was what it was. This is pretty, I'm going to fuck up the story a little bit, but it's more or less how it went. So I. Asked my father about that. He goes, yeah, he was involved in some of these investigations, and they had him involved with doing some launches, and he would do some recordings and see what was going on. So what was happening is there's a bunch of rockets underneath there like for, to, for doing this. And, and they were loot, somewhere blowing up off the end of the runway. The whole airplane was just blowing up and killing everybody. And they went, <laughs> holy shit. And this happened several times. So because it happened several times, they said, we know it's going to happen again, and we don't know what's going on. So we're going to just set up a whole bunch of cameras all over the place. Didn't really tell a lot of people, you know, and said, we know it's going to happen. And lo and behold, it, so they got all this footage. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. That's, well, that's, <laughs> so that's how you become a military superpower. <laughs> Shit. So anyway, what's happening is these rockets, some of them were coming loose or some of the mounting mechanisms or something were breaking or whatever, somehow coming loose and they would, would flip around like they would, the front would stay mounted or something. It would go still on doing its thing, flip around and blast up at the bottom of the fuel tank while it's taking off. Crazy how rockets mounted <laughs> underneath a fuel tank might malfunction. <laughs> and then boom. The, yeah, yeah. And and then, went, and, oh, that's what's happening. 
Okay. Oh, now we figured it out. Let's try it 18 more times. Right. So and we'll get it really on film. Let's get some better cameras in here, and we'll get it. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so they were hired. They had people that were doing that. They knew they were, there was going to happen some more. So I believe that they, the people, the crews that were doing it, they want to make sure they were like single or didn't have any kids because they knew they might lose them. Oh my god! I'm serious. This is all semi true. I think. I think it's pretty true. That just sounds like recruiting for the Pony Express. <laughs> Like per, orphans preferred. Just go out there, move the money around. Yeah, it said that just, orphans preferred. Yeah, not unmarried young men. Orphans preferred. Kinda, that's what it was. So they don't have anybody to fuck when they get murdered by natives or whatever. Well, if you're a general in the air force or you're you know lieutenant colonel, whatever, whatever. Branch, I don't think they have generals in the air force. Yes, they do. Actually, do they? Yeah, they do. I thought it's admiral in the navy, right? Generals is kind of everything Our else. Army. Oh, okay. I think Air Force General. Yeah, All right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm pretty All sure. Right. Pretty sure. I'm terrible. I'm at the, embarrassed at the ranks. that I, I should. People should just smack me with well, how they do that. If you're in Mexico, they throw a. If you're a female, a chancla. Yeah, that's funny. One of those thrown at my head. I don't think you could handle the chancla. I don't think I could anyway. So anyway, they. Uh, if you're older, if you've survived all this nonsense and you're in your, let's say, late 30s or your 40s or 50s, and you're going up your the ranks in the military. You're you're got you're more of your wits about you. Your testosterone's going down a little bit. You're like, <laughs> I'm not gonna fly. Here, you fly it. You're not so young, dumb, you're, and full of comedy. You're 21 anymore. years old. Yeah. We'll let you fly that big badass jet. Okay, cool. I do it. You know, I go. Got you on camera. Let's see what happens. Oh God. <laughs> so, well, thank God, Bob survived. Survived it. Yeah. To because now to I'm here. Sire thank God for everybody. You I'm here. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of people that are fucking thankful that you're alive. Yeah. Four. There's like four. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the story of the B-47. The end. Yeah, and that was during the Cold War. Like, he was he was on a high alert for the um, for the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, he was he was active. They were they were they were certainly with with hydrogen weapons. They were sort circling the uh, Arctic Circle up there going and getting refueled constantly before they were given the you know, the green light to go into Russia and with all these hydrogen bombs. We were really fucking close. People don't really know this. Yeah, how close we were. Now that stuff is starting to become declassified, it's over 50 years, coming up on 60 years since the Cuban Missile Crisis. It we were really really close. Mm-hmm. I mean really close. Yep. And people thought that it was a mistake. We didn't know what was going to happen, but you know Kenny made the decision to turn him around. So you you know, you don't fucking turn those boats around. We're going to have a problem here. Yeah. And uh, they did. They kind of called their bluff, whatever. But no one really knew what was going to happen right after that. You know, were they going to get pissed off and start launching these? Because they had they had missiles in Cuba, ninety miles off the coast of Florida. The Russians had them there. Scary as shit. Yeah, bad, Ugh. stupid. That's the fucked up part of humanity. You know that we've talked about that in the last podcast. It's like Jesus. Can we just get past all this this stuff and work on cooler things that don't blow people up and fry everybody i mean i've always wanted to see an atomic bomb blow up don't get me don't get me wrong i wouldn't have wouldn't it be kind of interesting to be in vegas and they had those parties you know yeah and they were doing those testing absolutely we're downwinders here aren't we well i'm not because i wasn't here then but they have the downwinder it's, i'm fairly certain it's still in the soil and 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 it's known Great. and they're not admitting it is that why we're I, all weird down here yeah it's part of it okay i guarantee it there are incredibly high rates of cancer much higher higher rates uh, than the national average in well, this area, and it's not just people that were here in the fifties. It wouldn't be that hard for people to have their own private little equipment and do a lot of testing and go. This is all fucked up around here. Yeah, 
It's not, you know, it's not impossible. Well, probably, I mean, the call Sean and get him on Granger. You can probably get some equipment and <laughs> <laughs> test it around. Dr- Granger has everything from toilet paper to Geiger counters, man. They do actually I, have toilet paper, don't they? Yeah, they, they do. Really they absolutely do. do. Yeah. I'm trying to get our um, our company. Uh, I'm trying to get a, a, a company, company, a company, <laughs> to to go away from Uline. Which is god awful cheap we, shit. We get catalog. They're Dude, fucking gloves. So sucks. We just throw everything. the catalog right into the trash. Yeah, yeah. wipe my ass with it. Anyway, you I, should I, because I, there's another toilet paper shortage coming. Because there right? is another toilet paper Jesus, shortage you coming. People. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think I'm done. I lost. Right I've lost steam. Steam is you're a ton. I'm sorry about the B47 conversation. They just oh no, it wasn't that. I was losing steam well before that. I got gotcha. you. But that was the cherry on the top. Oh, we're still in the A10. Here, here we are still. Uh, so the here's the sticky bit, and uh, this is here's the, a flippy switch. This is the uh, you face forward, and then it goes <laughs> in the sky, and then you burn, burn <laughs> to the people you don't want to be alive anymore. Right? Fucking. Cherry. And it doesn't cost you a. And they pay you to do this. It doesn't cost you a thing. They pay me to do this. It's great. <laughs> it's amazing. See, this knob does this. This knob. I'm the lead knob. And this knob does this, and this is how you breathe, and this is where I put my cell phone. So people are always, when they see stuff like this, they're like, oh, my God, these dials and switches, there's hundreds of them in here, and people freak out. Well, the, my, I, I asked my father when I was a kid because he was going through all this Delta training, too. You know, in, in the older airplanes especially, now it's all flat screens. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit intuitive. It's right. not, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's different, easier. You know, it's modern cockpits and stuff. But all these dials and switches, hundreds of them. And he said, it's not that hard, and here's why. Because you go to do a lot of ground school, and you go to – you have a week long for doing this section in the, on the panel. Like, yeah, section 1A. Right, which is uh, the fuel gauge and the, the hydraulic pressure gauge and the this and this and this and the switch, 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 switch. So you study this motherfucker ad nauseum. Right. You test it on it. You do it you, for days and a week, whatever. When you're done with that, you know this son of a bitch. And you move on to the next thing, you know, and that that's how it is. It's it's chunk by chunk yeah. by chunk. But looking at the whole thing, it's it's really just like anything else. You look at one giant job and it's overwhelming. Yeah, you, know, you just break it down into little chunks. Right. All right. So you're done. Sorry. All right. Thanks, folks. Have a good night. Good night.